I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, everyone. This is Aresh Shirali from Mint, and I'm here to introduce you to our latest podcast, Mint Views Daily Dispatch. I have with me my colleagues Anant Vijay Kala, Srija Kundu, Srijay Sinha, and Rohit Ranjan. The idea is to offer you insights on the latest issues that catch our attention every day. Welcome to Mint Views. Once again, today we shall discuss the Citizenship Amendment Bill, which was passed by the Lok Sabha yesterday. Not the bill itself, which of course is under furious debate at the moment over whether it is constitutional or not. We want to discuss whether or not the bill can actually complicate India's foreign relations. In the United States, there is a committee. It's called the United States Commission for International Religious Freedom. They have put out a very strong statement calling the bill, the Citizenship Amendment Bill, a dangerous turn in the wrong direction. Now that seems pretty harsh. Uh, could it have consequences? That's the question we are going to discuss today. Uh, how valid is this thing? That's another matter. Uh, but the big question would be whether or not Indian diplomacy has to basically act and worry about what the United States is saying or taking note of legislation in our country, in our sovereign country, I might add. Uh, Srija, would you fill us in on the details of uh, what's going on in America? Yeah. So, Arish, the body that you mentioned, um, it is an independent uh, bipartisan body that was first created in 1998. And the main task is to monitor the human rights standards across the world. And one of the major uh, tasks of this uh, committee is that they come in recommendations to the President, to the Secretary of State and to the Congress. They also attend, you know, Senate hearings, they can um, make any adjustments to the congressional research briefs that get produced on human rights violation. They also attend, uh, you know, meetings and uh, conventions with multilateral bodies, including the UN, the OSC, the European Union. So you can understand that this committee, if even if they, even if they can't impose sanctions, which is not under their legal jurisdiction, but they can rec make recommendations that kind of makes India's case a bit testy, I would say. Mm -hmm. So they can actually recommend to the government of the United States that sanctions need to be imposed uh, in response to laws like this being passed in India. Uh, does that affect us? I think our leadership uh, cannot be worried about, uh, say, the threat of sanctions over certain internal policy decisions. And at the same time, uh, the the commission shouldn't be bothered about our internal policy decisions and uh, you know take calls on whether or not we are right in doing it. 
this is not something we should worry about on the foreign policy front. Anand, what do you say? Yeah, I think I tend to agree with him. You know, as long as we are doing things constitutionally, our democratic principles are being upheld. Uh, other countries are nobody to interfere in our affairs. So we should not be too bothered about what the Americans are saying or some small organization who claims to be a, you know, a vigilante on human, human rights is stating about our record. I think they need to look at the American record first. What is the situation of Mexicans over there, blacks over there, before pointing fingers and at us or, you know, trying to claim a holier-than-thou status. But I think there is one thing that we need to be cautious about is that individually such uh, incidents may not add up to much as far as foreign relations are concerned. But when you see a spate of events, for instance, the three, Article 370 removal and then again, you know, another move that is catching the attention of uh, uh, you know, people abroad or policymakers abroad. Collectively, these might have some impact in terms of the perspective or the, the perception that they have of the polity in India and the direction that it is taking. So, to that extent, I think our diplomatic efforts need to be uh, vigilant about these kinds of turns and take preemptive steps so that some adverse reaction does not take place. Mm -hmm. As it turns out, the other bill that they might possibly, the other policy, shall we say, they might look at would be the National Register of Citizenship, which, when taken in conjunction with the Citizenship Amendment Bill, seems to place the burden of proof of citizenship on uh, members of a particular community. And that, I think, is being looked at uh, globally with some degree of suspicion, shall we say. And that could, could definitely uh, bring greater scrutiny of Indian policies on the whole. Like you said, Anant, the gestalt of it, the, the sort of sum of parts, rather than the sum of parts, the overall image of India needs to be defended perhaps at this juncture. Shrija, would you, would you agree with that? Do you think we need to worry at all in some sense? Right, because uh, even, you know, when the, when the commission released a press note, they sort of mentioned that the, the phenomenon is a dangerous turn of events, as you've mentioned, Arish, in your introduction. And also they have said that this, this uh, sort of bifurcation of the communities in terms of religious lines, so that's the term they have used, the religious lines, with an added emphasis. So that tells you that they are deeply concerned that the entire aspect of citizenship is being determined on the grounds of religion, which stands, you know, contrary to our yeah, Article just, 14 and 15 of the Constitution. May I just counter that? Mm -hmm. You see, uh, the point whether the CAB is constitutional or not is to be de decided by our courts. So, America taking objection to it or some organization taking objection to it should not really deter policymakers in India from going forward with the agenda. Because if we keep on, if we start thinking about what others are thinking about our actions, then my fear is that nothing in India would ever get done. But the issue here is that this is actually international as an issue because the Citizenship Amendment Bill talks about non-citizens of India being granted or not being granted citizenship of India and what the criteria for that is, religion in this case, uh, that makes it an international issue already, doesn't it? That, should, even, that could possibly invite the rest of the world to examine Indian policy. If you recall that even the Donald Trump government had tried to give visas on the basis of religion and they had brought in a policy where visas to a certain uh, group of Muslim countries were being denied or they were uh, included in a lift that they, these countries would not get uh, visas to America 
and the exclusion was based on religion or ident the, uh, the identified countries professed to the Muslim uh, uh, religion. So that that the Americans themselves are doing it. And who are they to cry horse then? Well, as it turns out, I think a high court or was it some court? I think in Hawaii, one of the courts in America actually struck that down. It just said that this is unconstitutional, cannot hold, and that was the end of that policy. So it had no impact on the ground. Uh, so well, either way, I think India would now need to think about how the collection of Indian policies particularly to do with things which have any element of religion in it, inflected by religion, policies like that, how it's playing out on the global stage. This is something uh, India should keep watch of and Indian diplomacy in times to come may have a bigger and bigger challenge on its hands. Thank you. That will be all for today. Tune in tomorrow to get your dose on Mint's editorial discussions. If you have recommendations or any issue that you would like us to discuss, Please send in your suggestions to podcasts at hindustantimes.com. For more on Mint views, you can follow us on Twitter at Shrija Kundu. This was a live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.